This is the Commonwealth City Church Podcast. Thanks for listening. Commonwealth is a church in Lexington, Kentucky. For more info, visit our website at commonwealthcitychurch.com and follow us on Instagram at comcitychurch. We hope you enjoy the message. This morning, we're going to tell the story of Christmas from Scripture. Uh, And... uh, Previous years, we have told the story from Luke chapter 2, and and, uh, today we're going to do a little bit different passage than what we have done in the past. And by the way, there's going to be an email going out this week. If you are ever interested in learning uh, maybe how to tell stories and ask questions, uh, we're going to have a workshop uh, in Martin Luther King weekend here in Kentucky, and as a Commonwealth City member, uh, if you see me, there's some, uh, there's some scholarship stuff available uh, and uh, should, be a, should be a good time. So, uh, before we look at our story, a couple of things we need to know. Sometime before this story takes place, there was a young woman named Mary who was minding her own business. Uh, and uh, an angel appeared to her and said, uh, yo, Mary... Uh, you are going to have a baby. And she was like, well, that's interesting. I'm not sure how that can be since I've uh, never been with a man before. And, uh, and, and the angel said, God's going to do it. Trust him, it's going to work out. And so she went to see her cousin Elizabeth, uh, who was pregnant with another special child, uh, John the Baptist. And, uh, and so she was there, this is like three months, right? And, and, and so uh, she comes back, and that's kind of where our story begins. So before we get to the story, let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you that you are the best gift giver ever. Uh, We thank you, Lord, that you give gifts with no strings attached. And yet, Lord, you give gifts as an example to us of what we should do in modeling after you. And so this morning, as we look at uh, how you sent your Son on our behalf, may we have a spirit of willingness and obedience like Joseph that where you lead us, we may be sent as well. Uh, Just uh, speak to us through your word, for it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. And here is our story from God's word. Now, the birth of Jesus the Christ happened like this. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was betrothed to Joseph. And it was discovered that Mary was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Now, when Joseph heard this, uh, being a righteous man, uh, he did not want to publicly shame her. So he had decided to divorce her privately. Now, as he was considering these things an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. 
Because the child that she is bearing is conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she's going to give birth to a son, and you are going to name him Jesus. Because he will save his people from their sins. All this is being done to fulfill the words of the prophet Isaiah. Behold, a virgin shall become pregnant and give birth to a son. And he shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. And so when Joseph woke up, he obeyed the commandment of the angel. And he took Mary as his wife, but he did not know her physically until after she had given birth to her son. And Joseph named the baby Jesus. And that is our story from God's Word. Now, I'm going to get you guys to help me to retell this story. And, and i got to tell you guys, it's not really fair because a lot of our kids, if you were here last week, they did a song that basically is this passage that we're doing. Uh, so they, they have it down pretty well. Uh, so let's, uh, let's go through this story together. Now, uh, the birth of Jesus the Christ happened like this. Mary, Mary, the, yeah, the, the mother of Jesus uh, was found to be what? Pregnant. By whom? Yeah, by the Holy Spirit. Uh, and Joseph was what kind of man? Yeah, was a righteous man. And because he was a righteous man, what, had, what was he not going to do? Yeah, he wasn't going to shame her publicly, but instead, yeah, he was going to divorce her quietly. Uh, but as he was thinking about these things, something happened. Yeah, an, an angel appeared to him in a dream, and he used a title for Joseph. Yeah, Joseph, son of David, and he said, don't do something. Yeah, don't be afraid to take, yeah, Mary is your wife, because the child that's in her, yeah, is from the Holy Spirit. Uh, and uh, she's going to give birth to a son, and you are going to, name him what? Jesus. Why Jesus? He will save his people from their sins. And all this was being done to fulfill something. Yeah, the words of Isaiah the prophet that a virgin is going uh, to be pregnant and give birth to a son. And what's he going to be called? And, and uh, what's that mean? Oh, God with us. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel, God with us. And, uh, and when Joseph got, woke up, he said, I don't care what that angel said. This woman done cheated on me, and I am not having it. No? 
Oh, he did what the angel said, and he took Mary as his wife, uh, and he did not know her physically until when? Yeah, until after she gave birth to her son, and who named the baby? Joseph did. Joseph named the baby Jesus. And there's our story from God. Good work. Good, good job, guys. Man, we're going we're gonna to let you guys learn some more songs about some Scripture stories. That's, that, that's epic. You know, I'm, I'm curious, what do you guys think it might have been like for Joseph, who, uh, you know, we're not sure when the betrothal took place, but apparently it was before Mary went to see her cousin, from what we can tell. What do you think it might have been like for him? His, his wife leaves for three months and comes back, and we're not told how he discovers, but somehow he discovers that she's pregnant. So what do you think that might have been like for him? Weird. Good word? What was that? Upsetting. Yeah, I can see where somebody could be a little upset by that. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah, very surprised. This is not what I expected from her because she has demonstrated something so totally different. Uh, so, well, let's, let's go ahead and, and look at this first part of our story. Uh, so, the birth of Jesus the Christ happened this way. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was betrothed uh, to Joseph, and before they knew each other physically, uh, she was found to be pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, being a righteous man, uh, did not want to shame her publicly, and so he was going to divorce her privately. And we'll just kind of stop right there. Now, I do find it interesting, when when you guys hear the term, Jesus the Christ, uh, what do you you, you think of there? Let me take a survey here real quick. How many of you, at some point in your life, thought that Christ was like Jesus' middle name. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was there for a long time. Last year, I was stunned to learn. Uh, that. <laughs> so it, it's interesting that right at the beginning of, of this passage, we're told not only is he Jesus, but he's Jesus the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So what does that tell you about this this baby, I mean, the way the story starts out. What do, you, what do you see there by the fact it starts with that title? Okay, it's arranged by God. There's only one. Yeah. Anything else? Ooh, okay, culmination is something big. There's been a, been a lot behind the scenes working up to this point. As a matter of fact, Galatians tells us in the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son, born of a virgin, born under the law. Uh, so, you know, and, and, and here, what do we learn about Joseph? I mean, it says, when he learned she was pregnant, and, and I love that, you know, God says, okay, it, it, was, it, was, it was me, it was the Holy Spirit, but Joseph didn't get that yet, right? So what do we learn? That he was a righteous man 
And because he was righteous, he didn't want to shame her publicly. Uh, did he have other choices? Like what? What was that? Yeah, I could have just told her. I can't. Listen, man, we're betrothed. We've not been together. She left for three months. Look what happened. Yeah. Anything else? What else could he have done? Yeah. Yeah, he, he didn't understand she was pregnant by, by the Holy Spirit, which, you know, I wish, I so wish the Bible gave us the details of the conversation where he discovered that, you know, because I, who would, would have been interesting to be a fly on the wall. Uh, because when he found that information out, it almost had to be from Mary, because at three months, ladies, give me a little help here, she probably wasn't showing, right? Is that... Is that correct? So, uh, you know, some some of you were, so, some of you were, some of you were showing like two weeks after you found out you were pregnant, right? Uh, but but she probably so it prob- she probably had to tell him, you know. I just wonder what that would have been like. Hey, I'm pregnant, but don't worry, I haven't been with anybody. Right? Like, man, the worst lie ever. Right? Like, how insulting would that be for Joseph? Like, I'm, you know, how, how, how dumb do you think I am that I would, that I would believe that? So, uh, but did he, have, did he have the right to treat her differently? So what do we learn about righteousness that he chose to do something different than what his rights were? What do we learn about Joseph and the definition of righteousness from the fact he didn't do what he could have done? What do you see there? Yes. Ooh, righteousness is being merciful. Ooh, laying aside what's fair and doing what's kind. Oh, I like that. Pam? Honored her Above himself. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I hadn't thought about that. He was willing to take the shame on himself and not defend himself. That's boy, I hadn't I hadn't thought about that. That's good. Deshaun. Okay. So yeah, so he like okay, not my kid. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not willing to accept this responsibility. So let's look at this next part of the story. Uh, so uh, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, "Joseph, son of David, 
don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife because the child that she is bearing is conceived by the Holy Spirit. Uh, and she's going to give birth to a son, and you are going to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Uh, and uh, he, he, he shall be called Emmanuel, which is... Oh, and this was done to fulfill the words of the prophet Isaiah. Uh, he shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. So I find it very interesting that this, this message of the angel starts off with Joseph, son of David. Right? Yeah, and, and we just, we, his genealogy, or well, yeah, his genealogy appears just before this, uh, before these verses where his, his history is traced. But we know from a later offering that, that is, is in another book that Joseph and Mary were very poor. They gave the poorest offering possible. But I wonder, raised up in a family that lived basically in poverty, you know, very, didn't, didn't have a lot, uh, do you think it would have been important for them, for a family, to instill uh, the foundation of we might not have much, but this is who we are. We are descendants of David, the king. And do you think that might have been important to them? As a family? Do you, do you think that as he was growing up, that he might have been taught, you need to honor your lineage, you need to honor your heritage, and live up to, uh, to, to, to this name, the name of David the king, who was like a thousand years or so before, before this event. I mean, do you think that would have been important to his family and his relatives? So I find it interesting here that the first thing the, the angel tells him is, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Well, I mean, what, what's to fear, right? Like, is he afraid she's going to hit him in the head with a skillet when he sleeps? I mean, what, uh, when it says, don't be afraid, what do, you, what do you see that being in reference to? Okay, okay. Don't be afraid of, of what this might do to your reputation. Anything else? Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's going to be a son, but he really ain't my son. So, ooh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's, that's, that's interesting. All right, anybody else? Yes. 
Ooh. Well, and at Christmas time, it's good to be reminded that God works through crazy family situations, isn't it? So. Mm. Yeah, so Jesus would have been in line for the Davidic crown because of Joseph. And we know through the other genealogy in Luke, he was also in line for the Davidic crown through Mary. Uh, which is uh, which is really interesting. So I wonder how much of a struggle do we see here that this this angel, the first thing he says, or and I keep saying he just because we're never told about a female angel, uh, that he 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 says, "Don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife." I wonder if it's possible that he is already thinking through in a very communal, very family based uh, culture that. Man, if my family finds out that this woman is pregnant and we're not, we have not uh, physically been together in our marriage, it's going to bring shame not just on me, not just on my family, but on the entire line of David. You know, I, I wonder if that could have been a, a struggle, you know, for, for him. But then he gives him this, this reason why. All this is being done, not because God's got a whim. You know, like, man, wouldn't this be funny? Hey, Peter, watch this. This is going to be great. Watch what we're going to do. You know, uh, but, but rather because God had a plan that had been put together before eternity. Right? And, and now this is being fulfilled, what the prophet said. Behold, a virgin shall uh, become pregnant and give birth to a child. And the name that Jesus that, that Joseph is, is told to give Jesus. I, I find it interesting. Who names Jesus? Joseph. Yeah, which is, is just interesting. And, and he's told, okay, this is what you're going to name him. Name him Jesus because he's going to do what? Yeah, save his people from their sins. Now, it's interesting because at this particular time, Israel is under great oppression by the Romans, right? And, there, and culturally, what they were living under was, man, we want the Messiah to come. We want him to come now. We want him to bring revival. We want him to bring a revival of nationalism and deliver us from our oppressors, the Romans, Right? Let me ask you a question. Is being delivered from oppressors or being delivered from your own personal sin the greater gift? So, I mean, what do we, what do we learn by, by God that he, he said, this, name in this because this is, this is what's coming. This is 30-something years before the crucifixion, right? So what do we learn about God and his plan? Uh, that he states right here, this baby is going to deliver his people from their sins. Does that tell us anything about God's plan? Yeah. 
Oh, okay, he's concerned about different things than we're concerned about. He's, he's got different priorities, right? I'm sorry, what's, it's not ours. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that, that, the fact that God's priorities are not often our priorities, boy, aren't you glad it's not the way it is today? That we've overcome that. <laughs> so, he, he says, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. You're gonna, she's going to give birth to a son. You're going to name him, and he's going to save his people from their sins. This is being done to fulfill what the, the prophet said. And, and then the, the end of the story is, so Joseph wakes up, and he does what the angel commanded him, and he, he took Mary as his wife. He did not know her physically until after she had given birth to her son, and Joseph named him Jesus. So, Yeah, and, and by, law, by Jewish law, the fact that Joseph was going to be married to Mary meant that Jesus was his son. Uh, it, it, it would extend beyond what, what, we would, you know, what we would get. What do we learn about Joseph? That wondering, wondering led him to probably the greatest step of obedience of his life. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you see about his character from the fact that he woke up and said, okay, Mary, let's go. What does that show you about Joseph? Okay, best way to overcome? Yeah. Yeah, 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 an angel of dream, pretty big selling point, Elijah. How do you see him being humble in that? Interesting. Wow. Yeah, this inter- what, what Elijah said was, I'm going to do this in obedience, even though not only could this bring shame on me, but on my whole family. Uh, but I'm going to do what God is compelling me to do. Kurt. Hmm. 
Yeah, and I'm curious because in this story we see that Joseph, and I, I love what Elijah brought up, he was willing to, to accept shame, not just for himself, but for, for others, uh, to be obedient to what God was. And I love the, the expression in Scripture. Was God suggesting he do this? No, it was commanding, right? He was willing to be shamed. Yeah, only had to tell him once. It wasn't like, there wasn't no debate. Right? Like, okay, well, God, let's talk about this a little bit, right? Uh, he, he did it. Yes, Pam. Yeah, and, and yeah, Deshaun. Ooh, don't fear man, but fear me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Jeff. Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, probably a bad matzo ball would have been a better. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, in the story and 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 uh uh Elijah brought up the fact that uh he was willing to take on the shame in obedience to the Lord. I mean, today, are there still times that God calls His people to, to take on shame uh, for, for, his, for His sake? I and mean, does that still happen? So what, what, does that, what does that look like today, you know, for, for somebody to be willing to be, take on shame for the, for the sake of the Lord? To talk to people who are not believers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so to be willing to talk to people who are not believers. So anything else? What, what else could it look like to take on, take on shame in obedience to the Lord? Deshaun? Yeah, be, be willing to kind of go against family where, where it, it, it's necessary. That can be hard. Yes, ma'am. Ooh, yeah, when the martyrs gave their life for the Lord. It, we're, you're, this is being done to you because you've done something bad. And, and yet we know that eternally that's, that's not the case. So, yeah, Adam. Yeah, obeying God's commands, even when it's not popular. 
you know, that was the first thing I thought of is, is culturally, as believers, there's a lot of things the Bible is relatively clear on. We, we try to, our culture tries to muck it up, uh, but, but you, you got to go way out of your way to get the Bible to say what our culture uh, is trying to get it to say. And so for us just to say, I believe this because the Bible says it, that can be a little tough. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and let me throw this out there for you guys as, as we kind of close. Like, what areas of your life are you struggling in obedience to the Lord? Uh, because we, we, the, 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 the Scripture is not a book of suggestions, right? Uh, it, it, it's, it's to teach us how to best walk with the Lord and, and follow Him. And He goes, okay, I'm saying this because this is what I expect. And so I would challenge each of us uh, this day when God has demonstrated His love by giving, by sending, uh, that each of us should examine our hearts. Okay, Lord, what, what areas am I struggling in? Uh, you, you don't need to send me an angel because you've already sent me your word, right? Uh, we don't need special revelation. We've already got it. And so I, I would just challenge each of us to spend some time with the Lord this week and say, okay, Lord, where, where am I holding back? Uh, and, and where do I need to fully surrender? Well, as, uh, as we celebrate God sending His Son uh, as, as uh, uh, not just an example for us to be willing to be sent where He sends us, uh, I, I would... I would invite you this morning we have our treasure chest up here uh, and uh, uh, this is a once in a year thing that we do uh, we take a special offering on Christmas day for foreign missions uh, our international mission board and so uh, as we celebrate communion together as family I uh, would invite you guys as uh, families, as individuals, as friend groups, uh, whatever you're the most uh, comfortable with doing is, if God leads, just come and uh, drop uh, your, your offering in the, in the box. I know some of you uh, give online. Uh, the, the, the website has, an, has a place you can give uh, towards uh, the, the Lottie Moon Christmas offering named after a great missionary. Uh, that we had hundreds of years ago. Uh, but as we come to remember what Christ did for us, 
And to pray, okay, God, what is it you want us to do for you? It's an opportunity for us to support those who have answered that call uh, to, to go places that we, not all of us are called to, right? But this is a way that we can be part of what God is doing in those places. And as we come to receive communion, uh, our, our, our communion table is in the back, uh, just remember, not the baby in the manger, and I would say not even just the man on the cross, but the empty tomb that reminds us that just as He promised to come the first time, He fulfilled His promise. And we have the promise that there is more to come after this life. And it just gets gooder and gooder. Let's stand as we pray. Father God, we do thank you for the greatest gift that's ever been given. And I thank you, Lord, that as uh, family and friends, we get to celebrate that together today, that we have a season, that we have traditions, and uh, we have all these things, Lord, that uh, uh, are a blessing, but I pray, Lord, that they might not keep us from the main thing. And Holy Spirit, I just ask this morning as we come... Uh, that uh, you would guide us as far as our, our giving towards missions, that you would guide us as far as preparing ourselves to receive uh, communion together, and that uh, as we spend this day thinking about you, may it be more than just emotion. Uh, Lord, I ask that you would change us to be more like your son, Jesus. And we just ask all this in his name. And for his sake.